All right, amen. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Boy, y'all working this past year. I done been in every auxiliary. Thought I was going to have to be the announcer. I done joined the choir. Now I'm on the sign language committee. <laughs> you know what? You ought to use everything you have to work for the Lord. I mean, somebody, you ought, they don't just provoke you to want to do something for God. Anybody just feel like working for the Lord, doing something for Jesus? Ain't it that type of God? Ain't it that type of good, rather, where you just want to do something? Whatever I can do, Lord, I want to work for you. Amen. All right. All right. Now, y'all stop carrying on. <laughs> All right. All right. Luke, chapter number four, and verse number 18. All right, now y'all hush. Real talk, because I'm going to preach anyhow. I don't care if y'all shout. I'm still going to preach afterwards today. <laughs> so don't be trying to start now, because I'm still going to preach, and y'all going to be here longer. <laughs> y'all better hush. All right, I am. All right, Luke, chapter number four, and verse number 18. Um, I wish I could just get it, if they're in the sound room, if I can just, I, okay, that's better. Maybe I was just pushing that now hard. All right. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Luke 4 and 18. Y'all hear that? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. I read this scripture yesterday from the book of Isaiah, but again, you see it over here in the book of Luke. Jesus walks from the back of the room. He grabs the scroll from the uh, book of Isaiah, and he reads, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he hath anointed me. Mm, anybody thankful for anointing? Anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Check out all these issues. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To preach deliverance to the captives. Recovering of sight to the blind. And to set at liberty them that are bruised. All those different issues. Multiple issues. All right? Uh, Gospel to the poor, heal the brokenhearted, deliver the captives, recover sight to those that are blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. All these different issues, and that's what I want to preach to you today, multiple issues. Let's go to Luke chapter number 8. Luke chapter number 8, uh, verse number 43. Amen. Amen. I dealt with this a little bit last week. In between y'all shouting and praising the Lord and folk receiving the Holy Ghost. Amen. And a woman having an issue. And this time she had an issue of blood. There's a whole lot of different issues, though. All right. Twelve years, which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood stanched. Amen. Father, we thank you and praise you for the word today. We thank you, Lord God, for the message of the gospel. I thank you for this gathering of people, God. I thank you that they can gather and be on one accord to hear your word today. Bless this church, God. Unite us and bless us and use us for your glory and bless the message on today, Lord, Lord to fall on good ground. Lord, I pray that you would even bless me with clarity of speech and thought to deliver this word today to those that are here, not only in this place, but those that may be listening online or in other um, places that this uh, word goes, is broadcasted. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated at this time. Amen. All right. Multiple issues. Multiple issues. 
Saints got issues sometimes, amen? But the Lord, thank God, he can help us to deal with those things. Um, there are times that we deal with a multiplicity of uh, just a variety of different issues, issues from within, uh, issues from without. You ever had just one of them type of days where it's just a whole lot of stuff going on? Anybody other than me? I mean, just one of them days you wake up and just everything just seems like it's just, oh, Lord, it's just one of those days, you know, the cat is meowing, the dog is barking, the kids is crying, you know, you can't find your glasses, you know, you spill your coffee or you set it on the car and then all of a sudden you hear something fall off your car and it goes rolling down, got coffee all over your windshield or, you know, you lose your keys, you get to work and your boss is fussing, you forget a deadline, you know, then your wife is fussing at you, Sister Micah, Lord have mercy, it just... Let me not tell all my business here. But y'all got it. Y'all know what it's like. Amen. Let's just be honest in here tonight. Amen. Anybody here just dealt with just multiple issues just in one day? I mean, the kid is sick. The goldfish is, is floating. You know, somebody kick you in your shin. <laughs> you scuff your good shoe. I mean, some days it's just, we all human up in here. Amen. I know, you know, some of us might deal with a little bit more dysfunction than others. But, you know, we all got a bit of dysfunction that we're trying to process through and, you know, we're wrestling with and trying to get aligned. Amen. Anybody other than me trying to get it aligned, you know, in alignment, get your little house in order and get things worked out. All right. I ain't talking to no real people in here. Amen. It's all right. But we all got issues, issues that we deal with, you know, from without and also issues within. Some of us in here, we wrestle with most of us. I say all of us in here at from time to time even deal with inner conflict. Conflict within your emotions, within your heart, within your mind, within your psyche, you know, you know, issues of the heart and mind that we deal with. Amen. And that's why, you know, it's important that we show compassion one to another because you never really know what somebody is dealing with on the inside. I know that you see them dressed up in the suit and the tie or the nice dress and they got their hair combed and things, you know, but you really never know what's going on on the inside, what people are wrestling with. And you never really know what somebody dealt with prior to them getting in this place. And so, you know, there's times, you know, we just got to be a little kind to each other, give each other a break, you know, even pastors sometimes got to give y'all a break, you know, and chill on out, you know, there's times that we just get a little upset at things, but there's times that we just have to give each other a break. Anybody needed a break? Anybody from time to time, you just need a, a leg up, need a little grace. Somebody thank God for grace right now. Amen. Amen. So all of us fighting battles from within and without, we can all use a leg up. Um, you know, some things are outside of our control, but, you know, there are some things that you can control now. No, we ain't going to make too many excuses. You know, there's things that are outside of our control you can't do nothing about. But there are some things that you can do something about if you just own up to it and be responsible. You know, you might have a little small little place, a little shack of a place, a little one bedroom, but you can keep it clean. You can wash them dishes. You can sweep them, that floor. You can go to the dollar store and get you a little flour or something, you know, and put a little tablecloth over that little rusty, rickety table. You know, you can make things nice. Amen. You know, you might not be the cutest little thing, but, you know, you can brush your teeth. You know, your breath. You know, we all got battles, you know, multiple issues, you know, but come on, you ain't got to have that battle, too. You know, you know, if you're hard to look at, you can at least wash your face. Comb your hair, put some clean clothes on and things, you know. You know, in, in, in high school or the kids in school, you know, you might not be the smartest or the brightest crayon in the box, but you ain't got to just be running around acting a plum fool at school. You ain't got to act a plum donkey. You know, if you got learning problems or a learning disability, you ain't got to be a, a behavior problem too. 
All right. But there are times that certain things do lend themselves to other problems. You know, there's children that, you know, sometimes struggle with learning disabilities and sometimes they can have trouble processing emotions and um, understanding things and learning how to react in a positive way. And so certain times we can have multiple issues, all right? Even adults, you know, there's times we come in here and, you know, we try to get ourselves together and put on a good front and, you know, the facade looks nice, but within us, we got all kinds of mind battles and issues, you know, complex issues, mental issues, various complexes, financial issues, marital issues, all kinds of issues that the saints go through. Amen? Amen? All right, and uh, there's, there's just lots of things that we go through. The book of Leviticus, it, it tells us about how Old Testament uh, people living in Israel would deal with issues. Now, when you read Leviticus, understand the word issue, it means something coming out of them, all right? So bodily fluids and functions and all those type of things, the things that y'all don't like to, you know, publicize, but all of us got to deal with. You know, everybody, every last one of us got to go to the bathroom at one point or another. But let's go here over to uh, Leviticus chapter number 15, all right? But all of us, we got some issues. That's why the scripture tells us in Proverbs 4, while you find in Leviticus, let me just read this to you. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues coming out of your heart, the issues of life. All right, Leviticus 15 and 1. We got men with issues, and y'all women, y'all got issues too, so you will deal with us first. 15 and 1, and the Lord spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, when uh, any man, when any man hath a running issue out of his flesh, I don't know if this is pus or what is coming out, maybe he's got something wrong with it, because of his issue he is unclean. And this shall be his uncleanness and his issue, whether his flesh run with his issue or his flesh be stopped from the issue, it is uncleanness. Every bed whereon he lieth, now don't sit on that bed if you got an issue, is unclean. And everything whereon he sitteth shall be unclean, and whosoever toucheth his bed shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until even. All right, we can go on and deal with some of these things that y'all don't want to deal with. Leviticus 15 and 16, if any man's seed of copulation go out of him. All right, we don't want to deal with that on today. Let's skip on down and talk about some of these women's issues. Y'all got issues too. You don't get on us right now. 15 and 19. And if a woman have an issue and her issue in her flesh be blood, she shall put apart seven days, and whosoever toucheth her shall be unclean until the even. All right? And everything that she lieth upon in her separation shall be unclean. Now, somebody might argue, well, this is a bodily flunk function. This is something that happens every single month, you know. But nonetheless, even in your natural self, you are unclean before a just and almighty God, and you're going to need something to cover you. Now, check this out. If that issue would go uh, beyond that week or the normal set of time, you'd actually have to offer up a sacrifice. Now, let's go on down to Leviticus chapter number. We're still in 15. Let's go on down to maybe Verse 28, but if she be cleansed of her issue, then she shall number to herself seven days, and after that she shall be clean. And on the eighth day, she shall take unto her two turtles or two young pigeons and bring them unto the priest to the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And the priest shall offer the one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. All right. So the book of Leviticus is really all about substitution. You know, uh, an animal sacrifice would be the substitute um, for your uncleanness. All right. And in the New Testament time, oh, I'm so glad to be a New Testament Christian. I'm so glad to.
to be on this side of the cross. You ought, to, that's, you ought to just insert a praise right there. You know, likewise, only much better, Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice. Oh, don't have to offer no turtle doves, no bulls, no pigeons anymore. Oh, I'm so glad for the sacrifice of Jesus. Can I hear the church give me one more praise? Thank God for Jesus. We can stand before a righteous God. Hallelujah. He takes our, our unrighteousness in exchange for his right. Clothes us or cloaks us in righteousness. Covers our unrighteousness with his righteousness. I give God praise for that. And now we're no longer under these 613 different laws, ceremonial laws, moral laws. Uh, you know, we can, people would argue that point, but I'm not here to argue. You know, different c- civil laws and ceremonial laws and uh, dietary laws. All of these different laws of these people. But now we've find ourselves under the law of Christ. Galatians 6 and 2, it says, bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Now, you might ask yourself, what is the law of Christ? For you to love God, let's just put it in common terms so you can understand, for you to love God and for you to love some people. Y'all hear that? Love God, love people. But let's break this down. Matthew 22 and verse 36. Master, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus said unto him, thou shalt love the Lord thy God. With all thy heart and with all thy soul. Y'all hear how you ought to love him? With all your heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, that thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. I don't know about you, but I thank God for Jesus. (laughs) One more time, can the church just wake up long enough? I'm so glad he's not put off by all of our issues and he doesn't just turn his nose up. I'm so thankful that he doesn't just get grossed out by the things, you know, that we are put off by. I'm so glad that he wants to touch us in our uncleanness, in our state where, you know, sometimes we don't even like ourselves, but yet God is so tender and loving and so merciful, so kind and so compassionate. Even when you're feeling dirty and unclean, he still wants to touch you. You ought to give God praise. Take them unclean hands and put them together. Thank God for the blood. Thank God his blood. Blood reaches to the highest mountain, flows to the lowest valley. My God, I'm so thankful for Jesus on today. Hallelujah. All right, he's here to help somebody who's broken and wounded and somebody who's dealing with issues. A multiplicity of issues, multiple issues, issues from without, issues from within, all kinds of issues. issues in your heart, issues in your mind, and issues in your body. Whatever the issues are, I know a God who can help you on today. Say that again, Brother White. You can get help. Tell somebody, help the preacher out today. How about you just evangelize your role for and tell somebody you can get help. You can get help. All right. Luke chapter number 14. Let me just have a little bit more Bible class on tonight. It's all right. It's a Sunday morning, but we're going to go on this word on today. Luke chapter number 14 and verse number one. And it came to pass as he went into the house of one of the chief Pharisees to eat bread on the Sabbath day 
that they washed him. Now notice this, you know, Jesus, now last uh, time, and not last week, the week before last, I told you how he ate with the publicans and the sinners. But Jesus also accepted an invitation from a certain Pharisee who invited him in. Amen. This person who was very prideful, you know, and, you know, and they watched Jesus. They watched him like a dog watching the bones, scrutinizing him and watching his every move. And I'm going to tell you all out there right now, uh, beware, somebody out there is watching you. You know, you're a living epistle, amen, read and known of men, amen. Somebody's why you, do you realize that you might be the only Bible that somebody would actually read? They ain't reading words on the page, but they're reading your life. And not just reading the stuff that you preach about and things that you say, but how you live your life. How many in here know that's important, how you live your life? Amen. Don't just live one way in, at 6240 and then we go out here and live a whole nother way. Anybody in here, you want to be the same that you are here as you are elsewhere? Amen. It shouldn't be a whole nother individual when you leave this place. Amen. Somebody's watching you and they watch Jesus. Amen. Verse number two, Luke 14. And behold, there was a certain man before him which had the, the dropsy. All right. Now, the dropsy, that would be almost like, you know, somebody today, the equivalent of somebody having congestive heart failure. Uh, the dropsy would mean that your body is puffed up with fluid, you know, an edema. You know, sometimes people can have pitting. Have you ever seen somebody just swole up with fluid and you press down on them and all the, you know, the, the pit just still remains there? You know, it don't just bounce back. All that water and all this liquid. And so there was a man at the place who had the dropsy and perhaps the Pharisees had tried to set up Jesus and they invited this person in with the dropsy. They wanted to see if they could appeal to Jesus to work on the, uh, the Sabbath day. Wanted to pull out his heartstrings just to see what he would do. And so let's plant this man in our midst and they watched him closely. Verse number three, and Jesus answering spake unto the lawyers and Pharisees saying, is it lawful? to heal on the Sabbath day. Now, he's surrounded by all of these Sabbath enforcers, people that wanted to police the law of God, people that wanted to add their own traditions to the word of God, people that want to micromanage God's word and add their own thoughts and ideas along and complicate, overcomplicate things. Now, check this out. Just go with me deeper. Can, let me just invite you right now to go a little deeper into the word of God. Somebody say, let's go deeper today. All right, Exodus chapter number 20 and verse 8. Let's see what the Lord has said about this. 20 and 8. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it what? Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work, but on the Sabbath day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt do uh, or shall not do any work thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within the gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and that, and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and he hallowed it. All right? So they were to honor the Sabbath day. They were to keep it holy, do no work on the Sabbath day. But the Pharisees, they interpreted that, and they wanted to micromanage. You can't even perforate paper on this day. You can't even slide a little lid across the table on this day. If you to drop something on the floor, oh, if you were to pick up, oh, don't do that now. Uh, don't pick, oh, I just broke the law and just doing something as simple as that. All of these different additives to the word of God. I wonder if somebody in here recognizes that God don't need you to add nothing to his word. Can we just take a minute to pause and to recognize God don't need you to take nothing away and he don't need you to add your own thoughts. God don't need you to build some type of fence around the world. His word is perfect all by itself. Somebody bless the name of Jesus today for the perfect word of God. 
Word don't need nothing else added to it. All by itself is good. Anybody thankful for the word today? My God. You know, and it's okay for us around here at Agape. It's okay for us to have standards and it's okay for us to have traditions. But we do not elevate those things, you know, to the word, to the same as the word of God. Long pause interjected for you to soak that in. Because some of us, we want to just add our own thoughts to things. And we want to bring tradition up to the word of God. Be careful what you do. Be careful what you say. Be careful who you condemn. Be careful who you look down on. Be careful who you want fellowship with. Be careful who you so arrogantly sit up and judge. Be careful that you don't add nothing to the word of God. Come on and give him praise one more time. My God. Matthew 15 and verse 8, the people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and, no, and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Now, y'all read this next part, but in vain they do worship me. Come on. Teaching for doctrine the commandments of men. Somebody say, be careful. Be careful, be careful, be careful. Now, I'm one of those people that I believe in holiness. I believe in the standard. I believe in all of those things. Amen. But some of these things that we call in holiness isn't what God is calling holiness. Amen. Amen. And now I want you to know right now, as the pastor of this church, I do believe in a standard, but you let me set that standard. Amen. I'm standing right now as a pastor, very flat footed in this place. And I know that I realize I recognize right here that I would have two different groups of people. I have some very liberal minded people who would want to pull this church into worldliness. And then I also have some a very conservative, almost Pharisaic group of people that wouldn't want to add to the word of God. But I'm going to stand flat footed on what thus saith the Lord. My God, somebody in here on this side, well, I'm going to go if he does this. And somebody on this side, I'm going to go if he does this. Well, go on and go. The door is wide open. Amen. And I, as long as God stands in this place, as long as the Lord stays with us, we're going to be all right. Somebody right there, give God some praise. <laughs> oh, God. Amen. Amen. Now, y'all waiting. To, I ain't changed nothing. Amen. I'm going to let y'all know that right now. I haven't changed too much of, of anything. Now, y'all, now, hold on now. Now, you know, let me do that now. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you what, you know, some some people, y'all want to change stuff and you want to do things. You know what I mean? Now, just because I'm the pastor of this house doesn't always mean I'm everybody's pastor. There's some people that pastor themselves. Amen. But please, let's stay out of these little dark corners, you know, in churches, you know, and all these little small little pastors that want to do things. Amen. There's one pastor of this house. Amen. Amen. And I believe the Lord is leading me and going to guide me and going to help me and going to show us what to do and what not to do. Somebody get the Lord pray. Who trusts the Lord today? Who praying for pastor today? Anybody praying for me today? Amen. I don't know what y'all know. It's some folk, boy, they pulling on me from one end, pulling on me another end, you know. But the Lord's going to help me. Lord, show me what to do. He's helping me right now. I love him for it on today. Amen. Now, how we get on that? That was a long commercial break. Boy, this pastor just fussing on today. <laughs> Help me, Jesus. All right, get on back on the word today. Y'all all right? I ain't done. I'll probably say something else before we get done. All right. Luke chapter number 14. <laughs> I, I'm not scared. I, you know, where I ain't scared. Not, I ain't scared of you. I'm not scared of none of y'all. I'm telling you that right now. I, ooh, I feel a Bishop Burt spirit coming up in me. <laughs> 
That's the truth, though. Oh, well, you know, when you got the Holy Ghost and you know when you're solid in the Word, you know, I'm tell you what, you know, for all folks who want to do all these, I'm going to tell you what, another thing, I was just talking to somebody, and I'm not throwing off on anybody, you know, but I, I hear some strange little scriptural equations and things, and folk, if this scripture said, then this says this, and they're just doing all these, you know, all these acrobats with the scriptures and things, you know, some stuff, just take him at his word, some stuff is at the surface, you done dug so deep, you didn't, you dug right past what God intended, amen, all right, anyway, all right, let me stop fussing, all right, come on, Jason, all right, all right. <laughs> Luke chapter number 14. Let's get back here. And they held their peace. Ooh, I wish some folks around here would just hold their peace. Mind your business. Mm. Oh, I wish we could just do that. Just mind your business. Oh, that's all. Ain't that just so easy? Just mind. hold your peace. You know, you know, let the Lord work on you. You know, that's fine. You got enough in. How many people know you got enough in you to work on? Hold your peace. Come on. And he took him, listen to this, and he healed him and let him go. And he answered them saying, which of you shall have an ass or an ox fallen into a pit and will not straightway pull him out on the Sabbath day? And they could not answer him again to these things. Amen. I wonder if there's anybody in here who wouldn't, you know, dig a man out of a pit because of your tradition. Oh, I hope that we never get to become that type of church where we, you know, because of some tradition that we hold, we won't help somebody who's in need. How many people want to be the type of church that really does love people to life, really does help people? Amen. In need. Come on, give the Lord some praise again today. Amen. So, Lord, in this uh, particular story, he deals with multiple issues. He deals with the Pharisees, issues of arrogance, and their issues of adding to the word of God and, you know, convoluting it with their own thoughts and ideas. But he also deals with the man who has the dropsy, and he heals them. And I'm here today to tell somebody in here, whether it's a spiritual issue or whether it is a now. Listen, listen, listen. Don't miss this. Whether it's a spiritual issue, a mental issue, a financial issue, a marital issue, whether it's an issue within your heart in your mind or in your body. I know a God who can handle multiple issues. I ought to hear somebody giving me an amen, right? God can help you. God can deliver you. God can touch you. God can bring you out. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. He wants to cure all of our spiritual and our moral sicknesses. My God. Luke 5 and 31, and Jesus answering said unto them, they that are whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. God is still calling on us. He still has got the power to deliver us. Any issues? You know, the book of Leviticus deals with all these things that are flowing out of people, all of these issues. Amen. But I'm not here so much to talk about bodily fluids and blood and all them type of things and pus and any other issues. Amen. But there's some women in here. You got some issues. Maybe there's some women that got some issues, gossiping issues, fornication issues, you know, jealousy issues, envy and strife, you know, emotional issues, financial issues. Yeah, there's some women in here, you got some issues, and brothers in here, you might not be bleeding, guess what, but you got issues too, amen, amen, got commitment issues, all kind of issues. You got financial issues, security issues, lust issues, control issues, abandonment issues, you know, all the saints, both men and women, you know, we all got issues. Things that we need the Lord to deal with. Things that we need the Lord to operate on. God, fix my heart. 
Ooh, I'm too cruel. I'm too judgmental. Lord, fix my spirit. Lord, I got a lust problem. Lord, fix my mouth. I got a gossiping issue, Lord. Something that's flowing out of my mouth. I don't need this. to. I need to be able to shut my mouth, Lord. Somebody in here, if you got an issue today, let the Lord touch your issue on today. Come on, give the Lord some praise again today. Oh, hallelujah. He can do it. He can do it. Hallelujah. All of us in here, you gathered in this place, you know, collectively we got all kinds of issues. Individually we got issues, but God can see your faith through the crowd of people. God knows who you are. He knows what you're dealing with. He knows what you're battling with. He knows those private battles and those secret things that you wrestle with that nobody else knows about. Amen. And God can fix all of these issues. Come on here. All right. Luke chapter number eight and verse number 40. Let's keep on going here in the word of God this morning. Amen. Am I doing all right today? Amen. I just want to feed the people. Amen. Let y'all go on home. Luke 8 and 40. And it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, the people gladly received him for they were all waiting for him. He had just got done healing of a man uh, that had a, a whole legion of, of demons. No, touch that man, and that man was sitting there clothed in his right mind. Don't you tell me who God can't save. Don't you tell me who God can't deliver and who God can't bring. Whole legion of them. And the people were so astonished. They just, you got to get up out of here. And so here comes Jesus back from, I believe, the lake of Genesaret, and he comes back here. And now he's confronted with a whole crowd of people. And in the middle of this whole crowd, he focused in on two specific issues that dealt with some uncleanness. My God, he saw a woman there with an issue of blood. He knew that she was there. Maybe nobody else recognized her in the great crowd, but God knew that she was there. And there was Jairus' daughter, amen, as well, who lied in, in her bed at the point of death, amen. And the a book of Numbers, if we went on back to Numbers, I believe it is, Numbers 19 and 11, he that toucheth the dead body of any man shall be unclean seven days. And so Jesus, you know, would have this perceived threat of being unclean when he would touch either the woman with the issue of blood or this little girl who laid in her bed sick and unto death. She eventually did die. But Jesus was not put off by the uncleanness. You can't make God unclean. Anybody in here know he's not going to be standoffish because you're unclean or you're dealing with something in your spirit or in your body. He wants to touch you today. I'm going to say that again for those. He wants to touch you today. Wants to heal your issue. My God, you ever seen a little kid? Sometimes they got a little, uh, a little cut and they don't want mom and dad to touch it. You know, oh, they're just protecting that little issue. Oh, don't don't pour no hydroperoxide. Oh, but God wants to clean you up and wants to put a band, wants to heal you up. My, you might as well just take your little hand down and trust God with your issue right now. God can heal you, somebody. God can deliver you, somebody. God can bring you out, somebody. God can touch your mind. God can touch your spirit. God can touch your body. God can make you new again. Come on, church, and give God some praise today. Yay, can, yay, can, yay, can. Multiple issues. My God, but God can do it on today. Hallelujah. Come on down. Amen. In this scripture. Amen. Today. Hoshai, I feel your presence right now. You're present to help God. Present to heal, Lord. Now, thank you for it. Come on, somebody. Luke 8 and 41. And behold, there came a man named Jairus. And he was a ruler of the synagogue, and he fell down at Jesus' feet and besought him that he would come into his house. For he had uh, one only daughter, about 12 years of age, and she lay a-dying. But as he went, 
the people thronged him. Verse 43, and a woman having an issue of blood, 12 years. Can you imagine going through something that long, 12 years, which has spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any. You know, she's taken all, you know, gone to multiple doctors, had checkups, had visits, all these things, saw doctors and physicians. And then she heard about mama's, you know, home remedy. You know, you girl go home and boil these onions and you know how we doing this garlic together. <laughs> and you, you make you a nice little smoothie. She done had smoothies and teas and all kind of milk. You know how y'all do. Somebody always got a remedy and it worked for them. So it got to work for you. Amen. And so they write you this prescription and you go home but what when what what happens when when big mama's recipe don't work for you what happens when aunties you know the, the doctor that she sent you it didn't work for you what happens you know when they crack your neck and crack your back and all these things and you still dealing with stuff on the inside of your body oh, I know a man by the name of Jesus oh he's got the perfect remedy for all of the multiple issues Multiple issues that you deal with as an individual. Multiple issues that are in this room right now. Somebody help me. Praise him. Help me praise him. Help me praise him. Hoshiah. Hoshiah. Amen. And the woman having this issue of blood 12 years, verse 44, she came behind him and touched the border of his garment. And immediately her issue of blood, it stanched. Amen. It dried up. It stopped. And Jesus said, who touched me? Who touched me? And I believe, you know, the, the scripture goes on to say, and Peter and they that were with him said, Master, there's a whole multitude. I believe there's a whole multitude, but somebody in here, somebody's got faith. Somebody's, God perceives that you have faith, and your faith is going to allow you to have a connection with God. You might be in this crowd, and I might not even know your name, my God. But if you just make that connection in faith today, God can touch your issue on today. I believe he can. Hallelujah today. Come on in. Verse number 45, he says, and who touched me? And when all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude thronged thee and pressed thee, and sayest thou, who touched me? And Jesus said, somebody has touched me, for I perceive that virtue has gone out of me. You know, uh, I know you've heard of a, a blood transfusion before, you know, but what about a, a virtue transfusion? Ooh, hallelujah. I looked up that word virtue, you know, and you know what that word virtue means in the Greek? It means dunamis. Somebody said it. It means power. <laughs> Somebody shout power. Let me hear y'all out there. Power. Dunamis power. I have felt power go up out of my body. You know, I, I heard a story my wife told about her, and I believe it was Sister Joyce went and gave blood. Maybe I'm making this up, but I think, you know, and, you know, and did y'all give blood one time and it was plasma. They did the intense method, I believe, you know, and the weakened state that your body can be in. But when they take that blood and they put it up on somebody else's IV pole and it goes down into their arm, their body receives strength. And so Jesus, he perceives that power and virtue is flowing out of him and somebody else has received this mark. God, the woman snuck up from behind. But how many people in here know you can't pickpocket Jesus? You can't steal a blessing or a miracle from the Lord. God knows every person that's in here, and he perceives virtue has gone. Dunamis power, my God. Dunamis power, that is the same word that you can find in Luke 24 and verse 49. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tear ye here in the city of Jerusalem until you be with what? Endued with virtue, with power, with dunamis from on high. Acts 1 and 8, but ye shall receive 
virtue, amen, power, dunamis, amen, after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. I don't know if anybody in this room has ever experienced this other than me, my God, but there are times when we come into the house of God in this weakened, anemic state. I'm talking spiritually right now, feeling all dried up on the inside, all depressed and down and out. But has anybody in here ever received some virtue from the Lord? Come on, let me hear you. Just if you've received virtue from the Lord right now, come on, give God some praise today. Receive some dunamis power, a dunamis transfusion. Got connected with God. Virtue has flowed out of him, my God. And he's got the power to deal with all of your multiple issues, whatever they may be. If you've got trauma, God's got the power. Somebody shout power today. Come on, if you've got pain in your body, somebody shout power. Maybe you got, you know, some issue with PTSD or something like that, and you just walking around looking mad all the time. Whatever your complicated issue is, God's got the power. Let me hear the church of God. Somebody in here has received power from God. Let me see you stand up on your feet if you've ever gotten power from God. Oh, yeah. I see you out there. Real talk. All of y'all. Now, hold on. Power. Now, sit down again. Sit down because some of y'all, y'all just standing up right now. But what about, has anybody in here felt like, you know, you were depressed? If you're bold enough to stand up right now and you've gotten some power, some virtue, woo, that lifted you up. My God. Mm. Anybody in here ever dealt with some trauma and you just felt like, you know, trauma for the past? Come on, stand up on your feet if you ever got that. God has helped you with the trauma, helped you deal with some issues from the past. My God, got some dunamis power to deal with neglect from years ago. Amen. Anybody in here has some legal issues? I'm talking about multiple issues. I dare you stand up on your feet. Legal issues. My God. Some of us in here have had some mental issues. Somebody in here might have had some gambling issues. Oh, y'all know y'all like to go to... Uh... Amen, Vegas. Don't you? <laughs> now, you know, but we got issues. Amen. I see you sitting down. Amen. Irritability, anxiety. Anybody ever dealt with some anger issues? Y'all sitting down, but you know good and well some of you are some hot-headed folk. Alcohol or drugs. Anybody ever had an alcohol issue or a drug issue? You ain't got to be embarrassed at all. That's help. You're just standing on your feet as a testimony yourself. God can help you with your issues. Oh, he's got some power to deal with your issues. Amen. Unusual behavior. Didn't even understand yourself. Why am I acting this way? Why am I feeling this way? But God's got the power to deal with all of your issues. Anybody had work-related stress before? All them type of work issues. God helped you deal with them issues. He gave you, you tapped into a source that was beyond you. My God, anybody had some problems in your family or in your home? Somebody stand to your feet. Come on and just testify by standing. God's helped me to deal with these issues. My God, come on, church. Help me give him some praise on today. Hallelujah. Anybody had anxiety before? Oh, why am I feeling so anxious? My God, but God can help you deal with all these issues. My God, some of us have been dealing with some high-risk type of activities. Why do I keep on doing, being caught up in some cycles of behavior? Why in the world am I jeopardizing my life and my family and my job with these type of issues? Caught up in some cycles. But God can help you deal with your issues on today. One more time, church, whatever it is, I feel somebody right now. Come on, everybody right now. Just reach up. Stop clapping and just reach up. Come on, tap into the source on today. Oh, come on, tap into the source of strength, the source of power. 
Hallelujah. The healing virtue that flows from Emmanuel's veins. Hallelujah. Come on and get a dunamis transfusion. There's times I've come in this place and I've been vexed in my mind and vexed in my spirit. Sometimes I've had pain in my body and trouble in my mind and just a troubled spirit. But I connected to God and I got involved in the worship and the praise. And next thing I know, I began to clap my hands and began to open up my mouth. And it took a little time for me to make the connection. But eventually me and Jesus began to break ice and all of a sudden I began to feel him flow, my God, and move across my troubled mind and my troubled spirit. Anybody know what I'm talking about today? Came in church feeling down and out and depressed and discouraged, but I tapped into a source, my God, that is beyond me and I got myself a transfusion of power. Somebody shout power today. Help me give the Lord one more praise today. Somebody shout power one more time. Virtue. Virtue to deal with all of your issues. <laughs> Embarrassing issues. Hallelujah. Whatever it is. Whatever you come in here hiding you don't want me to know about. Hallelujah. Ooh, church hurt. My God, I got beat up in the house of God. Ooh, some of y'all right now, ooh, you just feel like just leaving and just going, you know, I need an answer for you. Come on here. Let God heal you. Don't you know healing is the answer. Let God heal your heart. Heal your mind. Heal your spirit. My God. He can even heal your body. Come on, let's uh, finish this up today. We did. We're doing real good. Amen. Verse number 47, Luke 47, uh, 14 and 47. And when the woman saw, that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him. Somebody touched him. And how she was healed, what? How was she healed? Immediately. And he said unto her, daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. But my God, there's another issue. Somebody say there's another issue. Verse number 49, and while he yet spake, there cometh one from the ruler of the synagogue's house, saying to him, thy daughter is dead. Trouble not the master. Maybe somebody here, you got an issue, but there's somebody else in here, you got an issue that's just beyond hope. I mean, it just looked like it's dead. The, the, the doctors have told you there's no hope for this. You might as well give up. There's no cure. You, there's nothing that you can do. Anybody ever dealt with one of those issues that just looked like it was a dead situation? Oh, God. Mm. Come on, somebody. Just close your eyes and just, come on, I want us to get connected. Get more connected to God than to me right now. Mm. Oh, God. Jesus. Hey, God. Dead situations. Whatever the issues may be, help us, Lord. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him, saying, Fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. And when he came into the house, he suffered no man to go in, save Peter and James and John. Everybody don't got that type of faith to deal with some dead issues. And the father and the mother of the maiden. I'm talking to somebody with a hopeless situation right now, and all wept. Everybody been weeping and mourning, amen, and bewailed her. But he said, weep not. She's not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn, knowing that she was dead. And he put them all out. And look what he did. Took that unclean dead body. Mm. 
That dead sister, he took her by the hand and called and said, made arise. And her spirit came again. And she arose straightway and he commanded to give her meat. Hallelujah. And her parents were astonished. But he charged them that they should tell no man what was done. Amen. I'm going to ask everybody to stand. I'm going to ask the musicians to come right now. And we're going to ask God to deal with some of our issues that we have on today and here. Amen. And I believe that God can do it. Now, some of you all just stood up on your tired feet today, but somebody, you stood up in your spirit. And those are the people that the Lord can help. You stood up in faith. Just did more than just standing up in your body, but I stand up in my faith right now. Lord, deal with all of my issues even right now. Hallelujah. Let's go back to Luke chapter number 4 and 18. The spirit of the Lord. Let's, let's end where we began. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Jesus walks from the back of the room, takes the scroll from the book of Isaiah, and he opens the scroll. And he begins to read, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. Somebody in here, if you're in poverty, there's hope for you. He, this, he hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Maybe there's somebody, you're poor, but there's other people in here that might be brokenhearted. I don't know who broke your heart, what broke your heart. I do know there's healing for you on today. My God. To preach deliverance to the captive. Somebody you've been bound for a long, long, long time. You've been so bound for so long, you, you can't even remember what freedom felt like. But guess what? I'm preaching to you today. Hallelujah. Jesus is here to heal you on today. To deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind. And I'm talking spiritually even right now, but I believe that God can do other miracles as well. But spiritually, he can open up your blinded eyes. He can cause you to see. Anybody still believe that God can give you some revelation? Amen. Some of you, you got some loved ones that you're dealing with right now. You don't know how to preach to them, how to minister to them. But I know there was a man by the name of Saul whose name was changed to Paul on the road to Damascus. Amen. Can nobody talk no sense to him? But Jesus got a way of knocking folks off of their high horse. It is, it, who art thou, Lord? I'm Jesus, whom thou persecute. It's hard for thee to kick against the prick. God got a way of dealing with folks. Come on. Amen. Recovering of sight to the body and to set at liberty them that are bruised. Amen. So God can deal with all of our issues. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to ask just everybody right now with every head bowed, lift up your issue before the Lord even right now. Bow your head down in humility even right now, but lift up your faith. God, Father, we're worthy of the least of your mercies. O Lord God, you're present to heal somebody. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, just help me to evoke his presence even right. In the name of Jesus. Somebody just help me call on Jesus even right now. Let's wait on him just a little while before we rush up out of here. Are you rushed down to the altar? Just come on. Thank you, Jesus. We need you here even right now. Mm. Oh, sweep around this place, Holy Ghost. Move up and down every aisle, God, and every pew, Lord God. Touch the heart and the mind of people, God. Even before I open up this altar, Lord God, you have healing for somebody today. I don't know who I'm preaching to. Maybe out of this great crowd, there's just two folks, God. As it were that day, Lord, but you came, Lord, and they connected in faith to you. A woman came pressing through the crowd who was unclean. Hush, Another little girl lay dead on her bed, Lord God. 
Father, both of these issues, Lord God, you came and you got involved in it and it made all the difference. Lord, I'm asking you today, Lord God, as the pastor of this church, I'm only able to do so much, God. I can counsel, I can teach, I can preach, Lord. I can put programs together. We can get other ministers up. We can have Sunday school classes. But in our human efforts, there's only so much that we can do. But God, you've got the dunamis power and virtue to heal, God. Every situation, Lord, touched by your power in the name of Jesus. Come on down to the altar. If the word has found you on today, don't take a long time to get here. Press through the crowd. It might be just two posts. Come on, press, 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 press. Press to the crowd right now. Come on down. If somebody here needs salvation, if you need to be baptized in Jesus' name to have your sins washed away. God has a way he can deal with your issues, my God. If you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost, come on down to the altar on today. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God wants to heal you everywhere you hurt. Everywhere you hurt. See you through. He knows what's best for you. God wants to heal you everywhere you hurt everywhere you hurt we'll see you through he knows what's best for you god will provide for you each and every day just lift your hands and say Lord, I need you. I need you right away. God will provide for you each and every day. My God, just lift your hands and say, God, I need you. I need you right away. God wants to heal you everywhere, everywhere you hurt, oh, everywhere you hurt. He knows what's best for you. God will provide for you each and every day, each and every day. Just lift your hands and say, Lord, I need you. I need you right away. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Come on, saints. Don't just sit there and stare at somebody. Please help pray. Please pray. Please pray. Please, I'm asking you. I appeal to the congregation. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Lord, there are real issues in this church, God. Father, Lord, you know, Lord, beyond my knowledge what issues are going on in people's bodies, minds, or spirits. Please help God as only you can. Lord, send virtue. Send that dunamis power, Lord God. Touch and heal God and deliver God. If somebody needs the Holy Ghost on today, you can receive it on today. Oh, God will provide for you. Touch and heal each and every day just lift just lift your hands and say god i need you i 
need you right away. God wants to heal you. Everywhere you hurt. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. Everywhere. Is there one that wants to have their sins washed away in the name of Jesus? Anybody here want to have your... Go down in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins on today. Amen. You can have your sins washed away. Anybody need the Holy Ghost on today? He can do it for you. He can do it for you. Everywhere you heard, God will see you through. He knows. Sister Joyce, could you get a bottle of anointing oil out for me down here? Each and every day, oh, just lift your hands and say, let's just uh, maybe stand in that middle aisle right there. I want to, I feel that I want to anoint some people who are going through in their body on today with sickness in their body. Oh, Sometimes we need to take a little time out to deal with these issues. Oh, Tamashaya. Now, I just want those that have faith to be healed. If you don't have faith to be healed, please remain in your seat and get your faith together. But if you believe the Lord can touch you and heal you, just come down and let Sister Joyce anoint you with oil. And then come out to this altar. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on down. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Those who've got faith to be healed, you believe that God is able to do it. Come on down. Amen. Let him anoint you with oil. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, God will provide for you each and every day. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any married? Let him sing song. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And the Lord shall raise them up. And if you have committed sins, they have, they shall be forgiven him. Amen. I don't care what your issues is. There was a man that had dropsy, had an edema, body all filled up with fluid, and Jesus came and touched him. Didn't care about what the tradition of the day was. He came and touched him. Come on, if you got faith to be healed, come on down. Come on, now I'm going to ask this church to pray. Anybody else? I'm about to close down and be about to pray. Anybody else? I'm just holding up for a little while longer. Anybody else? You got faith. Take your issues to the Lord today. I wish there was a, a married couple who was bold enough to come down to this altar and get some prayer over your marriage. Come on, all the married people in this room, we know there's times that people go through things. People go through things, amen. We're not here to judge you, we're here to help you. Get your spouse and get to this altar. Come on, bring your issues to God. Bring your issues to God. Bring your issues to God. Move in faith. Forgive, forbear, stay together, stay together. Amen. I wish somebody in here that had an emotional issue. You've been stuck in a place too long. You've been grief and sadness and sorrow. Come on, come on. God wants to heal you. 
everywhere you heard oh everywhere you heard god will see you through he knows what's best for you god will provide for you oh each and every day come on that's right ministers come on begin to pray for them. father in the name of jesus I call on the name that is greater than I, the name that is greater, Lord, than every other name. Jesus, Lord, deal with the issues, Lord God, that plague your people. I pray, God, that you would even help them, Lord. Lord, you know, Lord, about conditions that are going on in people's bodies. Somebody right now is in a great fight, Lord. I, somebody right now has got a bad report from the doctor, Lord. But Lord God, you can go beyond what the doctors have said, Lord, are possible, God. I'm asking you to heal in the name of Jesus, God. We have anointed the sick, God. Come on, come on. God wants to heal you. Come on down, young man. Each and every day. Let's make room at the altar. Come on down. Come on, come on. Have you all been anointed? You've all been anointed. Come on down. Make room. All right. We've anointed everybody. In the name of Jesus. Touch. Touch. Touch Jesus. Touch, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, let our body receive strength. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Lord, heal, 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 heal the heart. Heal the mind, heal the body, heal the spirit, Lord. Receive the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name, God. Kidney issues, heal, Lord. Blood pressure issues heal, Lord. Marital issues, Lord, heal, Lord God. Bind them together with cords of love, Lord. You will see what the enemy would love to do to tear people apart, God. But heal, 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 heal. Lord God, you'll see the anxiety, Lord. My God, hallelujah. Arthritis, Lord. Lord, in Jesus' name, you are a healer. We call on you, touch, 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 in the name of Jesus, whatever the issues may be, Lord. Lord, in the name of Jesus, you see grief. Lord God, all oh, that plagues the mind and the heart of people, heal, Lord, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Pain in their body, heal them in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Somebody just love him a little while. Well, we love you. We love you, Lord. We love you, Jesus.